It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. What's up, Heard That Nation? Y'all have asked, and you've asked, and you've asked, and it's finally open. The Heard That With Marisa online store at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I got the merch. Finally happened. Swaggy tees, amazing hats, other kinds of different merchandise that I got on there. Check it out today. Thank you for supporting your girl. Uh, Fill up a shopping bag with all kinds of stuff. Give away as gifts or keep it for yourself. All kinds of amazing swag and merchandise. Check it out today. Heard that with Marisa.com. I appreciate your support. One of the amazing things that I love to do with my time, I love working out and serving in the community. And through that time, I have met some amazing people and I have met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books. Because many of them I found that they, they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine, and he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to TrevorRomaine.com, uh, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end.com. Check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature and digital downloads. You can save 15%. All heard that listeners, if you check it out, save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T, and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that can help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code heard that save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. What's up, Heard That Nation? Listening in the United States and around the world, you are now listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. If you are watching right now on YouTube, hit that subscribe button so you stay in the know of every new episode and guests that I have on the show. Am I, as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm in a different location today because Texas decided not to act right, so we got a snowstorm going, but it's not going to stop us from getting some amazing small business and business startup advice from my guests that I have right now. He's a registered nurse. But that is not his end-all, be-all as far as his career concerned. He is an entrepreneur. He is an author. 
He is a business, small business financial strategist. I'm so excited to have him on the show as he's going to drop a lot of gems and some tidbits for anybody that is wanting to start a business or is stalled at their current business that they have going on right now. My guest, Brian Russell, is here on the Heard That podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Brian. Yo, thank you so much, Marissa, for having me. First off, um, like this has been a pleasure. I know I've been talking all week. I've been telling everybody about, yo, I got this interview coming. Make sure y'all tap in. <laughs> and it's about to be so crazy. You know, I've been telling everybody it's about to be a movie. So yeah, thanks again for having me. Absolutely. I think what you have and is mm -hmm. going to help a lot of people that are either they have a business plan, they don't know what mm -hmm. to do with that business plan and they feel like they're stuck or they currently have a small business and they feel like that they're just basically stagnant. So the thing that I mm -hmm. said in the introduction that was really key that everybody needs to hear is that you do have a career, you do have a job and people don't realize that their job basically holds them back from the potential of doing something that they are passionate about, that they want to do. So you are mm -hmm. not only a registered nurse, but you are an entrepreneur. So mm -hmm. with you doing your, your nurse, you know, you doing and helping people as a registered nurse, when did you get that idea that, you know what, I, I love helping people. I love taking care of people. Yes, I am a nurse, but there's something more that I want to do. When did you tap in mm -hmm. yourself of saying, I, I want to pursue uh, some other venues, some other, um, things mm. in, in my, in my life. Yeah. So, so two things really quick, you know, first off, I kind of had the, uh, the dream of, you know, wanted to start my own business because I feel like it's, it's some people who just got to Like, you know, I just want to have my own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it was a big goal of mine. Um, and on top of that with the whole, you know, I have my career, right. However, I do feel like it's, it was very important for me and how I knew I was going to be successful in business was because I feel like even before I got into doing what I'm doing now as an entrepreneur, I felt like I had to be a good employee first, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was very important because I feel like for you to go ahead and thrive in your business, I feel like you got to be a good employee first. Correct. You know, I, I, you know that's why I over-deliver every time, you know, and every time I go to work, I show up and show out every time. Mm -hmm. So I already know me getting an entrepreneur space. I was going to do the same thing. And, you know, got a five-star rental car business, got a whole bunch of other stuff going on as well. Like I said, uh, just being a good employee first, mm -hmm. um, was my foundation. But again, uh, I just knew it was time to go ahead and start my businesses up. And um, and I'm going to give them a few, uh, a few plays on the best way to do so and how to approach it as well. Let me yeah. ask, let me ask you before you go into uh, the plays mm -hmm. that you have, which because these are going to be really good. I think a mm -hmm. lot of people need to catch what you just said, and that mm -hmm. is you have a job and you need to represent yourself as a great employee, and yeah. that's where a lot of businesses stall because that reputation is key. Where mm -hmm. people have a business, but Absolutely. then when they go and open it up and everything else, it's either the the owner doesn't show up on time or the mm -hmm. prices are way too high or it's inconsistent as far as product, as far as, you know, something that is attainable and out of reach, or they go on their website, their website is out of date, or they're a lot, they're, you know, mm -hmm. they go and click on to an item that they need, and it is still out of stock and still out of stock like months later. So it's just like, that is uh -huh. so, that is such a gem that you just dropped right there about being mm -hmm. that employee and, you know, being that example, because that's going to carry you into, like you said, your startup business, which you have. And mm -hmm. I want you to talk a little bit about that, how you started that. 
that people mm-hmm. are going to see that your reputation, not only as far as your career, but also they know that you have a great reputation for when you, you know, the businesses that you have. That's mm-hmm. very important for somebody that's hearing this, that's watching this Absolutely. when they're starting a business. Yeah. And, and real quick, while we own that, like, you know, along with the, like being an employee first real quick, um, I feel like, you know, again, like, how are you going to show up for your, for your business? If you can't even show up, you know, if you're an employee first, like, mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying you just got to um, be a good employee first. It's just because with business, it's a lot uh, that goes on with business. You know, you're dealing exactly. with different personalities. Uh, yeah. And if something goes on, you got to learn how to pivot. And it's a lot of skills we develop early on as an employee first. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. but that's another key thing. But but real quick, what I got for the people today. Um, first of all, a little bit of who I am. My name is Brian Russell. Um, you know, I am a nurse. Uh, that's my first career that I got into. Again, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So what I, um, what I do is I actually, uh, started on Turo. I started with the car rentals and car rental business. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, eventually got into private rentals. So now I just book direct a customer. Right. And, uh, and now I'm a business consultant, obviously, which I'm here now giving you guys a couple games on, uh, I'm gonna be teaching you guys about, well, what I teach people, I'm sorry, is how to get up to 100K plus in business funding and then how to properly start an LLC, which is most important because it's a lot of people who uh, go and get start their businesses and they're not structured properly and they don't even know it, mm-hmm. right? And eventually they try to go get funding or make something move. They might be getting denied or they might not be getting as much funding and they don't even know it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is basically what I do. Also teach people about uh, financial literacy, how to go ahead and get a 700 plus credit score theirself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just information we don't know that hurt us the most and I'm just here to fill in the gaps but I will I will say this and y'all, you guys are going to be hearing me saying this a whole lot during this interview mentorship key right? that's big it's, it's major key it's major key that's big and I, and I, absolutely and I say that because um, before I get into all these plays again I'm going to be saying this the whole time because this is the fastest way that I excel in my businesses right like me going to start my uh, private rentals because I wanted to make some extra money doing, uh, you know, instead of going on Turo, mm-hmm. it would have took me so long to go ahead and just figure everything out myself, right? It was kind of just overwhelming for me. When I reached out to a mentor who literally showed me the steps A through Z, and I was able to get things in motion right away. You know, I felt that mm-hmm. security to go ahead and uh, fully scale and go private and just the whole nine and having a mentor to literally guide me, like a hold your hand experience, right? Mm-hmm. So investing in mentorship, it's key, guys. Um, again, I'm going to be saying this probably the whole rest of the interview. And the but... mentorship, let me interrupt you real quick, because that's, that's mm-hmm. big. Because, yes, it's great to have a mentor, but make sure you have the right mentor, the one that has the right done mentor. the work, the one that has, mm-hmm. you know, been an example as far as their business, their success, successful businesses, how they've, mm-hmm. you know, shown growth, that they're able mm-hmm. to teach you how to grow, how to pursue what you want to do, you know, and have that set up for you for success, you know? So it's just like, they are able to pass that on to you because they have went through this, the highs, the lows, the ups, the downs. And I know you're going to go and talk a little bit about financial mm-hmm. uh, loans and so forth, because that's a big thing yeah. uh, when it comes to business is that people are like, okay, well, I have a great idea. I want to go and I want to tap into that. I have the business plan. I have the goals. I have what I want to do. I have it mm-hmm. all the way down to the bullet points. I have, you know, all of this set up. Money mm-hmm. is stopping the, me from pursuing. So go into exactly. about that, about mm-hmm. how someone can actually get 
funding for their business because you hear a lot mm -hmm. of people saying, well, I try to go and get funding, but they're telling me I need to have this outrageous credit score or I need to mm -hmm. have this much in the bank to re achieve that. And through your class and what you teach and the little bit that I saw, yeah. that's entirely not so. Absolutely. Um, again, it's information we don't know that hurt us because, and, mo and the reason why most businesses fail, by the way, is because lack of capital. Like they don't know how to, they don't have funding and, you know, knowing how to get funding, let alone, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. and me being a business consultant, they have the plan. They go ahead and see me and I hope we can get funding for it so they can actually give their business a chance to grow and scale. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I want to, without further ado, I'll go ahead and get into, you know, business funding, how to get it, all the ins and outs, what do you need? Um, and this is pretty much kind of how my master classes are set up, but I definitely wanted to come on the show and, uh, you know, let all the viewers listening, uh, again, if they had this problem, at the end of this, my goal is to have them fully understand exactly what they need to go ahead and go catch a bag in business, right? So when we talk about business funding, right, um, you know, first of all, there is, when we think of business funding, typically people think um, there's just a business loan or something they can get, right? Mm -hmm. I teach that, yo, like, there's multiple forms of business funding. I call it business credit. When I say I can get you access to 20, 30, 50, 100,000 uh, of business credit, they were thinking, oh, that's a, whole, uh, that's a bunch of cash. Like, how are they going to be giving me that much so fast as a brand new business, right? Mm -hmm. Or as an assistant business, right? And um, so we got to understand that business, it can be in a business loan, yes, or it can be in the form of a business line of credit or business credit cards, right? Mm -hmm. And my thing is, however I can get it to you, it's money, all money spends the same, right? Right. So how to get business funding, a lot of people might go in and even with decent credit scores, sometimes they go in and they're getting business funding uh, and they might not be getting that much or not any at all. And the number one reason why is because they're not uh, set up business. They're not set up properly, mm -hmm. right? Because most people, we go set up our LLCs and get our EIN, which is like our social security number for our business and hold, and then, you know, that's it. Like they're going to apply for funding and thinking they're legit, but if you think of like our business needs to be set up just like the bigger corporations, like the, I mean, seriously, like the Amazons, the Prada, you name it. Like we need to literally for our business, we need to be structured properly from the first thing. If I was to start a business from day one, or if you're an existing business, but we're, I'm going to give you a play for, if I want to go get business funding, um, the day one, you know, obviously want to go make sure you go figure out what it is you want to do, obviously. And you want to go get your business uh, domain. So that's like, okay, maritapodcast.com or whatever, right? You go lock that name in. If no one has it, cool. Mm -hmm. Then you, have, you want to go get your business email. You can uh, and you get your business address, right? Mm -hmm. Get the business email from Google Workspace. And, you know, it has to be a professional email as well. Like it has to be uh, like one of my business emails is info at russellkey.com, like something like that. It can't be no brian russell at you know at yahoo.com no yahoos or no gmails.com it has to be um like info at your business.com whatever that name is right it got to okay. look professional um a business phone number a couple places you guys can hit up um you know grasshopper.com is one of my favorite ones mm -hmm. um and and a business phone number by the way a lot of people thinking i have to go get another phone a separate phone for this you actually, with your same phone, you can go get a business phone number with, um, and it'll pretty much be a whole separate business phone number. 
and it'll reroute to your phone when you have income and call coming in, right? Mm-hmm. So you know the difference if it's a business phone number or not. And um, and the reason why I'm listing all of these, a business email, business address, and all of that is because banks have what's called a data point. Like before you even go sit, when you sit down at a bank and you're asking for funding, the system already knows that, hey, this this person has a business address, business email, um, they're listed in the 411 and, you know, the business website and all this stuff. And the event you're missing any of that, it's almost like you're putting yourself in a high-risk category. Mm. So if this, if this bank was offering a $25,000 credit card or a $50,000 loan, that's just X amount you're not getting now because, you know, you're missing stuff. You're missing steps, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so after you uh, run and do that, you know, you get your business website, um, business email, business address, um, business address. There's some people saying, you know, I'm doing business from home. How am I going to get it like a corporate address? You know what I mean? Mm. And I would suggest, you know, go get a, a virtual address, right? Because I know I work from home mostly. That's what I do. And mm. uh, and if you guys search on my business, it's like one of the one of the a really big building in Dallas, right? It looks all legit. I can even go there and meet my clients there in the event I wanted to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so you basically pay a corporate building for address um, because like when I go register my business, people can search it up. And if I was putting my home address, like most people do, that's always on record. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If someone was out there doing bad business, it could, it could be bad. You know what I'm saying? They would know exactly your home address, right? It's just not a good look, right? So you're going to have some separation because again, it's about like, you don't want to look high risk when you go to these banks, right? Right, right. And I will say that to get business funding, um, when you, it's, it's the main, it's called the three C's that the banks look for, right? It's either you need to have, so it's collateral, right? Mm-hmm. Some people, sometimes they'll be like, oh, do you have like a house or a car paid off? And it's some people that might not have that. So that's cool. So that's one of the C's we might not have, so, you know, but I can still work with you. Then they say, okay, it's about cash. If your business have income in anywhere from 50 to 75,000, um, cause you're going to get a loan for that off the strength of that. Right. A lot of us brand new businesses are never got funding before to even grow and scale to do that. So that's fine. I can still work with you. So one of the things we can leverage is credit. Mm-hmm. And this is why I'm going to kind of go in uh, with personal credit. Um, so personal credit. And real quick, before I get into this, um, I want to explain real quick about business funding, right? And why mm-hmm. this is so great. Mm-hmm. Business funding, like when we, let's say, with business funding, let's say they give us a business credit card or a business line of credit or a loan. It doesn't matter what they give us. We can go spend this money. And it doesn't show up on our personal, um, our utilization, right? We know like we go use a personal credit card. I mean, we, we got to spend a thousand, two thousand, our utilization going higher, credit score going down. That's a hot right, mess, right? Right, right, So yeah, so you can actually get business funded in the business name, but as a brand new business, typically it requires you to personal guarantee, which is basically, they're going off the strength of your credit report since that's all you have, right? Because oh, the banks okay. have, you see what I'm saying? Because the banks yeah. have mitigated risk in place like they're not gonna just want to be giving businesses funding if they haven't already showed that you know they got money coming in and they can you know pay the lenders back you know you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so if we leverage in our personal credit you know a lot of questions i get like yo do i need to get up an 800 or something crazy to get business funding you actually only need a 680 so See, that's the misconception right there because that's a lot yeah. that's what people don't know especially when mm-hmm. they're wanting to go and ask for that loan for their business, they're thinking, mm-hmm. or they're told 
by some yeah. financial expert or to somebody at the bank that they need to have like a 700 plus in their credit yeah. score. And that's not entirely true that you teach your students in your master class. Yep, I teach my students. You only need a 680. Um, the higher, the better, obviously, that's, that's good. But mm -hmm. you only need a 680, and I could still go get someone quite a bit in uh, you know business funding. So, so the personal profile is really important. So when we think of a credit score, a lot of people are just obsessed with credit score. I need to have the best credit score. It needs to be uh, this number, whatever. The profile is basically, because uh, what I want you guys to know is kind of what makes up a credit score, right? Like a mm -hmm. personal credit score. So what makes up a, a credit score primarily is utilization, which makes, I'm sorry, is on-time payments, which makes up 35% of your cold credit score. If it was a pie chart, 35%, that's making up most of it, right? So making on-time payments and things like that, which is great. Mm -hmm. And then you also have um, utilization, making sure it's, uh, that makes up 30% of your credit chart, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have that under 30%, you know, that's great, you know, especially if you're trying to go get business money, because we want to be on the up and up. We don't want these people to deny us, right? Right. And then so you have credit age, which is you want to have make sure your credit age is 15 as uh, at least three years or more. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's five years or more, that, that's even better. But at least it has to be three years or more because banks want to know that, hey, you know, we trust you to do uh, credit because you have like you've been utilizing credit before. Um, you know, you've been around here before, like, you know how mm -hmm. to, you know, utilizing credit. Cause there's some people who are only paying things in cash and I'm gonna get into why that's sort of bad, maybe later, but we need to be utilizing credit. Right. Right. And there's some people too, who haven't maybe want to start building credit and their credit age might be less than two years, or mm -hmm. let's say they start utilizing credit maybe 10 years ago and they go on credit karma and they look to see their credit age is only two, three years. And they wonder why right. is my credit? so low i have to start building the credit back in the day they don't know that when you start opening up new accounts it slowly lowers your age mm -hmm. like if i started building credit 10 years ago i just opened a new credit card over here a new credit card over there and doing other things with my credit it's slow it's an average of all your accounts right right so that, yeah so that 10 years slowly goes to 10 9 8 7 years it could literally go to a few months depending on how you you know if you're just applying for everything mm -hmm. right so, um, and I teach my mentees like, yo, like we can't go back in time and say, we wish we would have had even more credit aid and start working on credit before, but I teach them how to literally go by age with, uh, pretty much, uh, authorized users and trade lines and things like that, which I'll get into, uh, probably on the next pie, but tap into that a little bit, Brian, because I think oh, a yeah. lot of people out there are afraid mm. of credit and they mm. use cash and sometimes cash can be misused, right? So talk about that, how, and you just said that, you know, that utilizing credit, that you need to establish that credit versus cash, which is right there, it's tangible, mm -hmm. it's liquid, but sometimes we're seeing, well, what are you seeing or what are you <laughs> hearing the abuse more of, abuse of more credit or abuse of more cash, part one of that question, and two, why is it very important for people not to be afraid of using their credit or establishing credit? Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that too, because I mean, again, because a lot of people are scared to use credit because number one, as I know where I'm from and where most people, they just, it's instilled in them not to use credit. We don't want them going to debt is bad. Like mm -hmm. it's just, you know, don't be worried about getting all them credit cards. This is just what we was taught. And yeah. no one was really teaching you about financial literacy like that. Mm -hmm. um, I was blessed enough to have my, you know, my father in my ear and teaching me a thing or two, but most people like, you know, it's just, again, it's just what we were taught. And again, I've been saying this, it's information we don't know that hurts us the most. 
But I'm going to get into why credit is so important. And I, I believe it's more important than cash. And it's going to say sound crazy when I say this, but you can, you know, what? I'm going to start with this. Credit is so important because um, let's say another, another COVID happened, right? And it's another lockdown. You know, mm -hmm. families been going through a hard time because the only thing they have that, you know, that they, it's just only the cash they have on hand, right? Right. And if another COVID happened, they stopped working for a minute. They might be they might be going through a tough time. With good credit, you could literally have access to a, a whole large line of credit with different credit cards, lines of credit. Mm -hmm. I know that if another credit, uh, another like event like that happened, and if I wasn't working for a minute or something happened to me, you know, and I wasn't able to make, have income coming in, I have access to such a large line of credit. Right. right. That I can use. It's just free up money that I can use at my disposal. Mm -hmm. And on top of that. It's a lot of businesses that you you heard. I know you guys heard of it was a lot of businesses thriving in COVID and they had like their best year. Mm -hmm. And I will say that most of the businesses that were thriving, they were able to pivot so good because everything, the whole, the whole uh, U.S. is built on business credit and just credit in general. Right. But as you got to think, if I was able to, if in COVID, if a person, um, you know, didn't have good credit or access to large lines of credit and things like that. They couldn't make no moves there and then, and they would just be hurting the whole time mm -hmm. versus someone who has that leverage, that upper hand and go make those moves. But, but check this out on a personal standpoint on why credit is good. And this is why I tell people to put the debit cards down this year is because if we go take our debit card, right. Well, let's say we go buy, we go buy some gas water or something, right. Um, I can go do the same thing they did with my credit card and get like five, six, seven, eight percent cash back. And we just did the same transaction. I just paid it off. I was gonna pay this money anyway because I need some gas for my car, right? Mm, okay. I'm paying cash back. Okay. Another cool thing, right? Another cool thing is I'm literally um building credit with my off something small, just for me uh using my card, right? Mm -hmm. That's a part of my credit, just something that I'm it's active. I'm I'm using it, right? On a debit card, a debit doesn't a debit card doesn't build you credit. Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so on top of that um if you go use if you go lose your um let's say you're, you're going to get gas now and i see your you drop your debit card on the ground i go use it um you know i make a couple purchases you see your uh statements going up you get notifications like yo someone's out here in the area spending money but it's not me you go call your bank up they're gonna say hey marisa you're uh Protected, protected up to like what a quarter million with the FDIC. We'll mm -hmm. go ahead and do a financial review that'll take maybe 30 days and we'll reverse the charges. Whole time again, this money is actually directly affecting your bank account. Right. right. And on the credit card, and I just go call and reverse the charges. They're gonna say, yo, Mr. Russell, sorry for the inconvenience. We're gonna reverse the charges right away. And a company like Capital One, they'll send you a virtual card so you can start using it right away before the new card. Which even comes. everybody needs to have a Capital <laughs> One card. And I'm so serious. Yeah, like they are I, very good about mm -hmm. that. And I've heard great turnaround mm -hmm. stories of people who have had someone misuse their card. And Capital mm -hmm. One has been just absolutely amazing within 20, 12 to 24 hours turning yeah. everything around and reversing the charges. So yes, that is a recommendation for everybody to have a Capital One card. That's why they plug Absolutely. in so many times on these commercials, you know, mm -hmm. uh, on, on what's in your wallet. Trust and believe <laughs> it's a Capital One card. Trust and, trust and believe, <laughs> trust and believe that. I yeah. mean, they're, they're great. I mean, it's, yeah, Capital One, they're great. For personal and for business, yes. Yeah, personal and business, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So that that's just a couple key things on why credit is so dope. And I'm going to get into it, why it's really dope on the business side, though. Mm-hmm. And, and real quick on this business funding, because I just want to explain kind of what it is and how to how to get this business funding, you know, just mm-hmm. briefly, right? So we, we talked about, you know, you need the business email, business address and all that, the domain, you got right for your EIN and all that. And then I teach people how to build business credit as well, because a lot of people don't know that a business has its own credit score as well. Um, just Ooh, like your first, that's an yeah. aha because I did not know that. That's that's spicy, right? Say that again. <laughs> so a business actually has its own credit score, and this goes from zero to one hundred, and a personal credit score that goes from three hundred to eight fifty. So a three hundred is the lowest you can go, right? And eight fifty mm-hmm. is the most. Um, so everybody needs to catch that. It's two separate scores. <laughs> it's not the same one. That's good. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah because you know it's a lot of people that want to go get um. You know, business uh, vehicles in their name, uh, vehicles in their business name, and make certain moves and get certain gas cards and certain special credit cards, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time, they want to see that your business actually, because uh, a lot of the time, you know, you can go get funding with just in your business name, right? Yeah, right. with just off the street that it's making X amount, but sometimes with you just having business credit can get you just uh, if you were kind of like struggling in one of the other categories, the business credit really gets you over. Right, mm-hmm. I'm saying you get access to larger lines of credit with that, and it's really cool. And uh, that's when you go get the business vehicles in your name and all that good stuff, right? Um, but when we go already, uh, after you go start your, um, you know, when we talk about this business funding, after we got the email and all that, um, we go get our business bank account and all that good stuff. And a lot of people, I get this question a lot too: is if I'm going to get business funding, let's say I open an account with Chase or something like that. You know, how do I get a relationship with them for them to give me funding? And literally off the strength that you having a 680 and having a profile of, uh, you know, less than 30% utilization. If you have less than 10, that's even perfect. But if you have like less than 30%, right. less than less than five inquiries, um, like I said, 680 credit score, no derogatory. So that's no like no charge-offs, no bankruptcies, no, none of that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys have any you know, issue with that, obviously, go see someone to go clean that up for you. But um, if you guys go in with that, I mean, you're going to get access to this business funding, right? But and the relationship with the banks, literally, like, you don't really have, as soon as you open the, the business bank account up, you open a business and a check-in, usually, with, as for the business, right? you know, which is really good because you're just opening more accounts with them, which is hitting even more data points. That's a relationship, uh built like literally from day one you don't have to really wait a whole bunch of days i know a lot of some people out there saying you gotta wait x amount of days Mm -hmm. to be honest if you structure properly they're not you can go get business funding so let's talk about again the different forms and how this business funding is going to come for us let's say because again it's the business uh lines of credit which is basically it's it's something pretty much the closest thing to actual cash it's basically like sometimes it'll be on a card or it'll be a separate account that you can just transfer money into your bank account just like that mm-hmm. and it'll be like a four percent interest rate or whatever they give you um and then you have the um obviously business loans which is just a loan you know you'll pay it back over time cool mm-hmm. um, they have business no doc loans which i'll get into maybe later which is pretty cool too but business credit cards are what i like a lot too because i can get access to people for 20 30 50 thousand dollars in credit cards and again they probably think how could i grow in this play but i'm gonna teach you guys how to go do this real quick Mm-hmm. But I just want to explain real quick why a business credit card is so important, especially, and you guys need to know what the 0% interest means. So if we have, let's say, let's say we get 0% interest for 12 months, because I know that's what Chase gave me. 
mm-hmm. or 24 months some other banks give you. That literally means you have you have 12 months before you got to start making payments on this thing. That's the way I see it. We didn't have actual plan in place so where we make a return so we can start paying these banks back. Mm-hmm. Because I, I teach my mentees, like, I can get you guys access to funding, but we eventually got to, you know, we got to make sure we have a plan that is realistic because we got to eventually, again, pay these banks back, right? Right. So that's the cool thing about leveraging these different cards, right? And then you get real spicy with if you need more time, then we can go do balance transfer, get another 12, 24, but that's kind of, you know, that's mm-hmm. down the road, but... Mm-hmm. Don't you go anywhere. The Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast will be right back after a brief pause to hear from our sponsor. One of the amazing things that I love to do with my time, I love working out and serving in the community. And through that time, I have met some amazing people and I have met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books. Because many of them, I found that they, they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine, and he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to TrevorRomaine.com, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end, dot com. Check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature and digital downloads. You can save 15%. All heard that listeners. If you check it out, save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T, and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that can help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code heard that save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. And welcome back to the heard that with Marisa Tigney podcast. I kind of want to talk about the sequence because even when we have everything structured, we ready for funding. I don't just say, y'all go just go start applying. Right. Cause it's a sequence to this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that banks pull different rules. So, and what I mean by this is if you guys ever checked like your personal credit score, Sometimes Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion are different scores, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a couple of factors on why, but one of them is because when I mean they pull different, banks pull different bureaus, is let's say you go apply for like an Apple card, right? I believe Apple, they pull, it might be TransUnion. So it might only be inquiry on TransUnion. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to hurt your score on the TransUnion side. Equifax and Experian, nothing happened over there. Eventually, it'll report to all of them, mm-hmm. but your score is still not going to go down over there necessarily, right? Okay. So, and you know, if you go to like Chase, they pull from Experian, whatever. So knowing this information, I said, oh, that's crazy. So you mean to tell me, I can I can run a plate to where I can go get somebody, a $10,000 credit card over here, bang, one inquiry. Mm-hmm. Go get somebody another credit card over here. Oh, uh, that's pulls Experian. This one pulls it TransUnion, you know, Equifax and so forth. Mm-hmm. So we can go make a lot of plays with just one inquiry now. You know what I'm saying? Right. And this because right. everything we do gotta make sense. And I kind of try to uh that's kind of what I try to do, just uh sequence this thing. So I can go to someone and go have them go to Chase. Chase, they pull from Experian, and I know that. And Chase has what's called a 524 rule, by the way. Um, where you can't have no more than five inquiries in 24 months. And specifically, the inquiries are like for other credit card pools you did in the, within that time frame, right? Mm, okay. 
So um, so if you're going to go apply for funding, I typically do favor like the smaller credit unions that uh, have business funding options available. But mm-hmm. I'm just giving them a couple list of banks real quick. Um, let's say Chase, though. Again, they give you up to 25000 How this works is if you have just a decent uh, personal credit score, that might be around 10000 10, to 10000 on a credit limit, right? Right. If you have like your actual whole profile is decent, too, then you might get access to like the twelve fifteen. So get access to the whole twenty five. That's when um your when your business funding or I'm sorry your business entity is actually set up properly, mm-hmm. right? We're not just going in there with our LLC. We have everything on the up and up. We already I already told right. you guys about the business email address, all that good stuff. Listen on our four one one and Google if you may. Um, what else we got? You know, building your uh, business credit. You can catch a bag with these banks without even building business credit. If really, to be honest, mm. right? Business credit is just for when you're trying to make the different moves down the road and get fun in the business name and things like that. So we could go hit up Chase, go catch a bag over there. So mm-hmm. you could get up to, again, 10, 25,000 with them. Then you can go hit up a, a Wells Fargo. They have a small business advantage loan going on. It's a line of credit. Mm-hmm. You can get up to 50,000 for them, whatever you get approved for, right? Right. They pull from TransUnion. So that, you see what I'm saying? So we just went over the experience. Now we're hitting up TransUnion. So how are you knowing what credit cards, when you go and apply for this, like you said, Chase, you said Wells Fargo, how are you knowing what mm-hmm. what reports, what credit reports are they are you they pulling from? Are you doing the research ahead of time and mm-hmm. seeing that before you go? Or is it saying that in description when it has, you know, mm-hmm. the, for example, the, the I forgot what the Chase Elite card, Good I know I'm making this up, but... Mm-hmm. Where does it say right in the description that they pull the credit from TransUnion uh, uh, when it comes to, you know, you going to apply for it or someone going to apply for it for their business? Mm-hmm. That's a really good question. So how I know that is, yes, it is doing um, research beforehand. However, I've even seen in real time, like I got an Apple card, um, I think it was sometime last year. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that I only had a um an inquiry over there on TransUnion. I was like, oh, that's kind of strange. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, it's about just doing research before you go in a bank because if you can sequence it, you can get again, you can get really spicy with it. I mean, it gets so crazy. You can literally get up to nine credit cards with just three inquiries if you run the play that way. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's you hitting up um three banks on Experian, three on right. uh, TransUnion, three on Equifax. It's kind of like that. And some of the banks though. You can sometimes call them, um, sit down with one of their representatives. Some, some, some of them, a lot of them do know, you know, what they pull from. They've been working there. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they'll be like, ah, uh, you know, we don't know. The only only way they will pull from two bureaus is, is if like if they normally pull from like Experian and your Experian isn't that good, then that's when they'll go pull from the Trans Union as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But typically, like they'll only pull from one, uh, you know, one uh, bureau. But that's a that's a really good question though. Um, and that's and one something of the last, for somebody to know. Yeah. I mean, when especially yeah. when they're going into the <laughs> banks, because again, you had, yeah. you had touched on that about going into the banks with confidence and not being nervous about it, because it's important mm-hmm. to do the research and know what you're talking about and what you're going into there and talking to uh, that bank mm-hmm. financial person of the expectation of what you want. You know, exactly. as far as your as far as credit card, as far as a loan. The uh-huh. research is very important and very key when you go and do those things for your potential small business. Absolutely. And and what's crazy too, I remember going to Wells Fargo and Chase too, because it's literally like, they told me like I was the most um, prepared person they ever had even coming to branch. 
I'm talking about I come with my little red, little plastic binder. I got all my documents in order. Yeah. Business address. I mean, literally everything, all my ducks in a row. So literally, whatever you're asking for, they're going to give it to you. But again, that's because I'm on the up and up. And mm-hmm. I'm, and by the way, part of the reason what got me in this space is because I got a mentor in the business credit space. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'll, I'll touch on that too when I talk into mentorship. That'll be the, probably the last thing I hit. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was a good question. Um, so we did we just talked about Wells Fargo, then Key Bank. They pull from uh, they pull from Equifax. So a lot of the time, there's not a lot of the times um someone's equifax might probably be the best score because most people pull from transunion and experian favorably yeah yeah so yeah so then you just go leverage some different equifax banks you know what i'm saying i show Mm -hmm. my mentee i give them a long list of different banks i pull from each one and they can kind of just run the play however they see fit whatever Mm -hmm. banks is you know stuff like that Mm -hmm. Um, but key bank they have like a no docs loan they can give you up to fifty thousand in a loan, and this looks like basically you don't have to show no tax returns, no none of that. No docs loan is just off the strength of your personal credit report, mm-hmm. and you know that that's it. And again, when you sit down with these banks, obviously, like having all your ducks in a row, looking like a legit business and a business plan, you know they're gonna they're gonna work with you. Um, and it's crazy too because you can almost double dip. I just I just gave them over like a hundred k, I believe, just like that, just in mm-hmm. different options, but. Another play again is you can just get business credit card with zero percent interest if you wanted to run that play and go get ten right. over here, 10 over here, and you could do that play as well. But you could double dip because, like with Chase, you could go um, like Chase. You could double dip. You get their business credit card, which we know is not going to report on our personal credit, which is great. But then if you just want access to even more funds, then you while you're there, you could get their personal card as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But and these banks a- have that option. Here's the thing you said, and I think people need to grasp onto it because this was one of the mm-hmm. things that I had brought up to the listeners and the viewers. You know, what is some of the things that has made your business go sideways or not fully uh, mm-hmm. be, uh, prosperous and, and financial is because they had married their bank account mm-hmm. and their per- their business account and their personal account together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of people have saw that <laughs> they were in the negative yeah both ways like you're you already tanked in your business and now personally for your Mm -hmm. personal when you have you know simple things you got to pay this light bill you got to go grocery shopping well you can't because you decided to marry both of the entities Mm -hmm. together and that is a dangerous big no-no when it comes to business and Mm -hmm. personal those are two yeah you you just uh you kind of segued onto this next topic I wanted to talk about but what we were talking about about uh commingling personal and business you want to have a separation like mm-hmm. that's the reason why we have LLC or the corporation because we want to have some separation between that and our personal. Yeah. Like, technically, that's almost like it's pretty much you're stealing from your business and it's technically illegal when you do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you're supposed to have a separate business bank account and all this good stuff that's separate from your personal. Um, on top of that, you know, it's it's not even you know, it's a lot of people. We need to go make sure we get merchant accounts via like PayPal or Stripe or whatever, whichever you use, or if you use your banks, this is how you take your forms of payment. So mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be taking cash app or anything for your business. So, I mean, if it's somebody out there that's doing hair, nails, I don't care, babysitting, whatever you're doing, using cash app, that's not what you're supposed to that's be doing. That's not going to work, especially it's you not, cannot follow up with your cash because that is one of the accounts that gets <laughs> tampered a lot. And I've heard nightmare stories when it came to cash app because work. that has been the one that's been easily tampered with and can get hacked. Mm-hmm. And once that money is gone... Yep. Good luck getting a hold of somebody that is going to yeah. refund that because nine times out of the 10, they don't. Yeah. And here's another thing too. So when we go sit down on the banks, we kind of just, 
just messed up a play. If we were a whole time getting any, they might've been making a decent amount of money too. Um, getting in these cash apps, you know what I'm saying? If they was a barber or a hairstylist mm-hmm. whole time, because they're not having this going on business, even if they have LLC, it looks like they have no um, taxable income, which in, in terms means they haven't made a single dollar in this business yet. You see wow. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's literally crazy. Like, so we need to be like on the up and up as a business and be running as a legit business though. But you and, said, but and, you said PayPal is is legit. If somebody was coming up and starting, and they were saying, "Okay, easy access for somebody to pay me," is through PayPal or through Square. Would you like is that something that you yeah. would suggest? I think PayPal, Square, Stripe, any, but as long as it's a merchant account. So okay, like I have, um, yeah, when people can pay me, it's real easy to do it. I can send out invoices. Uh, they can pay me by car reader. It don't matter how you uh, how you pay someone straight directly to the website. Mm-hmm. But you'll have a merchant account to where it'll specifically go straight to the business account, basically. Right. You know, it's literally never going to go in your personal. And how to take funds out of your personal, too, real quick, is like, let's say, you know, you want to pull money out. How to do that is it's called a distribution. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's how you take money out. You can literally do it from the app a lot of the times, from your personal to business. And it's real simple to do it. And you can probably do it from bank to bank and all that. But to put money in, it's real key is make sure you're doing a contribution. Because if you just put money in your bank account and don't, um, you know, don't code it as a contribution, what happens is it looks like it's taxable income. So you could put like $100 and $1,000 and however much it is, but it looks like it's, again, it looks like it's taxable income, which means you put money in your business and you're going to get taxed on you putting that money in because it's seen as projected income. So you mm-hmm. make sure you do it as a contribution because you're the business owner. That's just another cool thing to, to know. Um, but That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. And that, that's that's important for somebody to yeah. know that. Yes, exactly. So we yeah. had talked about that. And I don't want you to drop so much, so many nuggets because I want you to talk I about know. your class. <laughs> I want you to talk about your class because people need to sign up for this. Like legitimately, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I have seen him do the work <laughs> and Brian has an amazing ebook and a course that he offers. But before we dive into that, because what's going to be one of the last questions I ask you, again, let's touch about mentorship. You had said that you would you found a really good mentor uh, mm-hmm. for you. Uh, what is some of the stuff that you have learned from him that you are passing on to your students through your class? Man, uh, you know, it's it's so, it's so cool because when I think of mentorship and how much I invested in myself, I actually have several mentors. Let me, let me be clear, right? Mm-hmm. I literally, remember I told you about the Turo? I got a mentor to t- teach me about the Turo. And then I wanted to segue from uh, Turo to private. I got a mentor to teach me about private, you know, mm-hmm. going to private car rentals. Right. And then I got a mentor to teach me about the business credit space, right? Mm-hmm. So something my mentor told me, though, um, is, I mean, to be honest, it's like about different ways to be financial literate. And, um, you know, again, he introduced me to the business credit space and... Some other cool things is like me being introduced to the business credit space too. Um, I would say it's it's crazy to think about how access you can get to funding and it could just help me and others out so much. And this is what that way of me giving back. Yeah. So because it's really cool with the business funding though, real quick, because you can get access up to you know 20, 30, 50,000 faster than you can save that much. Hmm. I could do that for somebody in a day or two, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but, but mentorship though, is cool because again, they really steer me in the right direction to, 
it's, you know, I, you know, they say it's kind of like a GPS to get to a, to my destination faster, literally having a hold your hand experience, somebody I can tap into in real time, ask questions. And, you know, like I literally just bought, um, I got this other mentor. I seen them all on earn your leisure. I'm like, yo, this guy's pretty dope. I want to get in the vending machine business. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I got some extra uh, funds from my consulting company. I'm like, I just need to go start investing in something else. Something that's kind of, you know, a little passive, right? Right. Um, I'm going to tap into the vending machines, right? I heard they're making a nice little bag over there. Um, I would love to do that. And I knew I was going to be successful in it, just like how I was with the car rentals, with the consulting and things like that, because it's kind of like I'm rinsing and repeating. You know, mm -hmm. I, I actually practice what I preach when I talk to my mentees, when I say, go get you a mentor. I teach them how to go get a bag, but I tell them get a mentor in whatever space it is they want to, you know, achieve in. Right, right. right. Because I want to get in the vending machine business, I got hopped on my guy's uh, master class, my mentor's master class, right? And mm -hmm. I'm like, look, how much? Like, how much? Because wow. I'm so, because I'll be honest, like, I'm so ready to invest in mentorship because I know that, I know that that's, I can't get there by myself. And then mm -hmm. if I do, it's going to take me way too long to do so. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I want, I want a efficient results, obviously success shows receipts. So obviously tap into mentors who have, you know, have done X, Y, and Z before. Who are and someone that's going to be honest with you. That's going Who's to gonna tell be honest you. And trans yeah, exactly. transparent. Yes. Transparent. I know that I need to know the good, the bad, the ugly. I mean, literally all of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's pretty much a thing I got for mentorship is like, um, and one of the things that, you know, I show my mentees is, you know, let them know I really, I'm really there for them and I'm going to show up and show up for them every time and, and somebody they can really count on. And yeah. it's kind of like accountability thing, like making sure that, you know, we all, you know, on our stuff and taking care of what we need to do. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, but mentorship though, it really is a cheat code. Like seriously, like if I, I know if I wanted to go start a clothing brand tomorrow, I know somebody right now I could tap in with, um, that will literally mentor me and show me everything A through Z. If I wanted to do that, something like that, you know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Before we get out of here, I want you to talk about your course because we are, <laughs> we are getting ready to exit out of January and mm -hmm. people, you know, resolutions, new year's resolutions. I personally don't believe in them. I believe in, you know, writing and goal planning and, you know, writing down what you're going to do and obtainable goals and everything else. And mm -hmm. people get frustrated with, you know, first and second of January go by and they already broke their resolution and they already have, you know, given up. And especially I hear a lot of, of stories when it comes to finances and businesses and everything else, the plan didn't go through, they didn't get the loan, they didn't get the approval, they don't have the name, they don't have, you know, the person that they were going to partner up with uh, decided to drop out and do their own venue. And so now, you know, resentment, everything else. And I've heard story after story after story, but mm -hmm. you talk about so much this and so much of these topics and more in this mm -hmm. class that you have, which is absolutely outstanding. So talk a little bit yeah. about your class and your ebook yeah, that yeah, goes yeah, along yeah. with it uh, to everybody that's listening and watching. Right. So I'll talk a little bit about a class first. Um, so I, I do have free classes um, every Thursday, typically. I know next Thursday is my my birthday. This Thursday coming up, I'll be turning 25. So I, I still might even fit a master class in there. It's going to be a birthday master class, everybody. But my my uh, master classes, though, I pretty much teach people like I'm pretty almost what we talked about on the call. Basically, you know, what is business, funding business credit, how to build it, how to build up your personal credit. Because, again, my whole teaching is I want to teach them how to do it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and then on top of that, like, um, I know what the funding looks like the whole, whole, whole nine with that. Um, 
you know, we good on that on the master classes, which is pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, just briefly touching about that. Um, again, it's every every Thursday, I believe it's what six or seven p.m. in uh, Central Time, I believe. Mm-hmm. So y'all definitely, you know, um, hopefully we can put the link down in there. Because again, I love doing the free master classes because it's like before I even like to charge people, I like to get y'all gems first. Like I don't, I don't charge for none of that. Like these master classes, I actually really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. For those that wanna, um, for those that wanna tap in with me, they have a mentorship group and a business credit course. They kind of come together. So if they go buy my uh, business credit course. It'll come with like a, like a Facebook group. You guys can tap in, and we do. And I let them know when calls are. I do a call once a month and things like that. And then I have another program they can tap into if they want to tap in with me once a week. And I'll get into that in a second. It's called my inner circle. Mm-hmm. But my business credit course, right? So this is a course where people can log on at, you know, on their own time. It's basically pre-recorded videos of different modules from everything A through Z on personal credit. Um, Because I, my whole thing is like, I just need to give them all the um the underwriting on what the banks look for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you don't go get denied nowhere. Um, how to go get business funding, where to go. I'm literally showing them eight through two how to do everything. And my approach is though, whole time, I like to show them how to get business funding, but making sure again they have a plan behind it. Cause if again, eventually you gotta pay the banks back. So we gotta come up with a play to uh, you know, pay the banks back. So on top of that, I'm not only showing them again the business funding, um, you know, personal credit. Then we going over there's some other gems in there, like manufacturer spending, how to leverage credit. It's some good, it's some good stuff in there because again, I always thought uh, you know, having a good credit score was gonna go get me approved for the house or a car that I might want one day, something like that. But credit, you know, actually learning exactly what you can do with it and different things, it's it's pretty, it's you know, it's almost limitless. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, because again, uh being the course. Yeah, that's definitely dope. Like I said, uh, business credit is what everyone I feel like should tap into in the event they yeah. really start a business. People come see me even if they're not ready to start a business. They just want to get their personal right. But yeah, business credit is dope because again, as somebody out there that want to start and get into real estate, but imagine trying to save up 50000 for a down payment or something to go on an Airbnb product or, or 100000 mm-hmm. When I can teach them how to go start three LLCs, get 50 k each for those, and they can go make that as a play. They can go uh, use that as down payment. It's literally the amount... the the possibilities are endless right right but you know but with the course though again um people who need extra help with like ads marketing and different ways to you know reach people um to get better conversion and sales i teach people about you know the funnels uh sms email marketing all that type of stuff in my inner circle um because it's a lot of information where because I'm not just trying to, again, leave them with a the bag. I'm trying to literally um, give them a real chance to grow and scale. Mm-hmm. Because when we talk about reaching different people, you know, starting a business, yeah, you might have some family members here and there tap in with you. But look, we're trying to really grow this thing. You know, we're trying Absolutely. to get a, You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's some information we don't know that I'm trying to uh, fill them in with some tools and tips that, hey, like, you know, this email, SMS marketing. And that's pretty much like, Let's say someone bought something from Kohl's or Fashion Over or Nike, you know, because I teach I teach my mentees about data and why it's so important. Like, you know, whenever you go log in and sign up with them, the first thing they ask for is what? It's your information, your 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 uh, phone number, your email and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're always getting these emails and texts from them. Right. I show you how to do the same exact thing. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's really good with conversion because, hey, if I say I got like a 40% off on a, on a, a product that I have or something like that, you know, it's a lot of people that's going to probably bite on that. They're like, yo, it's a sale coming through. I need that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, I told them about that. Yeah, it's, it's just it's other tools and tips that I have in there that, again, it's like that a lot of people are talking about right now. But as business owners, we need it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is me just uh, filling in the gaps that, that need to be uh, held. So this is good. This is good. Mm-hmm. This has been good stuff. Like, y'all, you have listened and you have watched uh, uh this he has brought a lot to the table and that's not even this is a, this is the appetizer literally of, oh yeah of financial, so like he's got oh, yeah, so I'm many not. uh tips and 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 tricks and <laughs> gems that you know oh, yeah. pertains to financials when it comes to your business and knowing mm-hmm. your business and the strategies and everything else so how can yeah. they follow you brian uh, drop your socials where can they follow you and where can they sign up for your course yeah, so they can follow me at um, on Instagram, um, Brian Russell, B R Y A N R U S S E L L. But it's five L's on that though, because I know everybody like, why you got so many L's on the end of that? So yeah, they can follow me at Brian Russell again with five L's at the end. Um, you know, they can find me on Facebook as well. I'll probably hopefully we can put the socials at the at the end of this as well. But we sure when you guys, yeah, but I have like an ebook and everything as well. It's like a little starter kit, just in case people want to te- uh, take a look at that. Um, the ebook is pretty dope as well. But but yeah, hopefully you guys, uh, I'll give you guys some information. I know, but uh, you know, weeks prior uh, to this call, I was talking to Marisa. I'm like, ah, oh, can I squeeze this in here? Because that's so much more I wanted to give y'all. But mm. again, we, we want to give a sample. It, but... We want to give a sample because they're gonna get. <laughs> You know, they got the appetizer, but we're going to give them, you know, the salad and they're going to get the entree. Then they'll get the dessert because it's the course of somebody that is business minded and ready to take that next steps of making their business grow and making their business successful. Uh, They definitely need to tap into this course. And Mm -hmm. we're definitely going to have you back on because there's a lot more. (laughs) Uh, I know that we're going to get a lot of questions. Yeah, I I hope the people are feeling this one. I hope that. I hope hope that we got some out of that. Definitely will. I mean, I have a little bit of notes that I wrote down myself, so I'm definitely going to be watching this back on the on the replay and hearing this as well. So uh, definitely, yeah. really? y'all, go yeah. ahead. And, and one more, and one more thing too. I want to I want to leave them with just a quick saying. Something my mentor told me. That's yeah. uh, he he told me something that's always stuck with me. He said mentorship is only expensive in the absence of value. And and I and I this is just me being totally transparent with the people, real quick. I remember when I was going to invest in my first mentor, he told me like, look, he, I was in his master class one day and he was like, uh, you know, the course is selling for X, Y, Z. I know I need y'all to go ahead and get this, whatever. Hmm. And then I'm like, oh, like, I'm just, should I invest in this? Should I not? That's a lot of money. I do need this, but I don't think I'm ready for it. And then he has, so that he said, uh, that quote just now that I said that, uh, you know, mentorship is only expensive in the absence of value because he's, you know, he's getting real results. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's hurting me. And it's the most expensive thing, guys, is keeping us in the same place we was at last year. So literally, like, if it's anything that y'all trying to invest in, go find you a mentor. You know what I'm saying? I can show them how to go get business money and things like that. Give them a few plays on how to go actually, you know, get leads and stuff like that. If it's, you guys want to go invest into Airbnb, you guys find somebody that's in that lane. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Be willing to invest because, look, we're willing to spend... 25, 100,000 in school, you know what I'm saying? But why not go spend 100, 2, 3, you know, however much on a mentor? We mm-hmm. got to be willing 
and invest in ourselves in real time. So, but I wanted to leave the people with that real quick. I'm sorry. No, that was good. <laughs> and important thing too is, yeah. Brian, and, and I'll end with this, is the return of investment. What are mm -hmm. you putting your money towards that's going to be a, a, a return of investment unto you? We spend mm -hmm. a lot of money and there's no return of investment. It brings us no fulfillment. It doesn't do anything to the bottom line. It's just there and it, it provides no no substance, no growth, no nothing. That's, um, I'm so glad you said that. Yes. So that's why I have this tool and I might, I got to figure out a way to get this to every, all your viewers on here. Um, mm -hmm. I had, uh, I have pretty much, it's this tool I have. It's like a Google Excel. It's basically me crunching all the numbers and going over all my finances for personal and business, but particularly personal finances, right? Mm -hmm. Because I had to go take all my income I had coming in from what it is I do, my job and all that type of stuff. And then what all was going out to obviously, you know, get my finances in order and see what I'm actually spending in real time, right? Yeah. And I classified everything as, yo, was this a bill? Was this just like a utility bill? Like something I can't go without? Or was this just like a little you know, I classified as like cash, something that I don't necessarily need, but I'm paying for monthly. But then this, so this got me a look on um, overlook over my finances, right? But what I got from it was, okay, this kind of told me exactly, I also was seeing how much I was saving. Yeah. And then, so I, so I got to understand, okay, I'm saving, but I also need to be investing. So we kind of need to figure out, are we spending too much? And at the same time, are we not spending enough, uh, you know, spending any money investing? Because I think that's one of the most important things because, we, you know, looking at a day-to-day -day spend, we losing money every day if it's sitting in your account because mm -hmm. obviously inflation, every time you spend a dollar, you're getting taxed. All that money you had coming in is getting taxed. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so literally investing is key. And for those business owners, it's so dope because, and I know this is my last gym, I promise. So, um. As far as the investing things too, because it's about getting a bag, but saving is really key. And business owners, the tax code is actually set up for business owners. I'm not a no means a tax specialist or anything like that, but uh, one of my mentors broke down to me about the tax code is how it's set up for entrepreneurs though, because we send in spending so much money on taxes, right? Mm -hmm. and things like that so much money going out when um you're a business owner because when you're a w-2 employee if that's all the income you have coming in if you're making let's say a hundred thousand you know what i'm saying as an employee what we do we get we get our check and it's already taxed before and then you know we gotta go pay the irs and it's all crazy and then we go get to spend our money it's crazy right mm -hmm. as a um as a uh, business owner we get our money we get to spend it first and then we go pay our tax at the end of the year. And that's after we did all the tax trials. So you might not have, you might have a zero bill depending on. So right. you say, so the tax code is literally, it's literally so dope for a business owner. And it's just, it's the way to go, the way to invest. Everybody, we just need to invest in ourselves, you know? Invest in ourselves. We're going to leave it right stuff. there. Definitely going to have you back on because we're going to talk more about investments <laughs> uh, and have more of these financial segments because it just can't be just a one 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 show like throughout the year people are serious about making their money grow and being wise with their finances and seeing their business grow definitely need to invest and take the time in it and put the effort in it brian russell <laughs> thank you thank you thank you thank Absolutely. you so much for, thank you for this all the, the wisdom and the gems you dropped 
Definitely going to have you back. I appreciate you coming on the Heard That podcast. Mm, absolutely. Thank you so much, Marisa. You're welcome. And for everybody else, thank you so much for watching and tuning in. As I always end the show, take care, stay safe. We out of here. Peace. Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support.